0: I am Coach Pittman with UTSA Soccer, and you're listening to Meet Meet Nation. Watch this. We're going. Great job. Ah! What a perfect way to start our first ever Meet Meet Nation post-game show with a little bit of bowling action from Coach Trailer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Meet Meep Nation, the post-game show. After UTSA taking care of North Texas in Denton, Jeremy. This is a long time coming, over a decade. We finally get it done. What's your initial thoughts before we dig into, I mean, just to finally see this happen, we get that win in Denton, uh, one that we know that we are taking personal after it being our last loss in conference in 2021.
1: Yeah, man. What a game. What a game. Denton has been, you know, our Achilles heel for for the past decade. And, you know, even during those undefeated seasons, uh, they were always at one place where we ended up losing, and so uh, to get that curse off our back is is, is huge, and um, especially with the way we started this season, you know, with the three losses and people questioning things, uh, you know, we're on a five no roll now in the AAC. Uh, the only ones ahead of us are Tulane, SMU's playing Rice today, and so it, it's a neck and neck battle for the AAC championship. And uh, outside of all of that, we're bowl eligible, so we got a shot now to to get our first fo- our first
0: bowl win as well. Absolutely. Now, if you're just listening in, and we do see we have some already, some viewers checking in, chime in on the YouTube page, Facebook, wherever you're listening. Send us some comments, questions. We'll be sure to answer them on the show here live with Meep Meep Nation post game show. UTSA defeating North Texas, thirty seven twenty nine. Hey, you brought up Tulane, by the way. They just snuck by East Carolina. 13 to 10 uh crazy uh that just shows that hey when we're in November now it's a whole different yep. month starting to get crazy you know scary hours war in October it looks like they're extending on over into November for the American Athletic Conference nothing gets we go we have a lot to talk about and then nothing ever gets dry. Uh, we we noticed that in conference USA looks like it's carrying on with us over to the athletic. But we got a lot to talk about with this game. Uh, I think we have to talk about initially this running game to start off this one. Usually, I feel like when we talk about post games on on shows when when Caleb's on with us, uh, we usually talk about Frank Harris first. It usually seems to be the question, but not this week. It seems like it is the the three horsemen in the back, the three amigos, the three best friends that anyone could ask for. And that's Kavorian Barnes, Robert Henry, Rocco Griffin. They did their thing in this one. Over 200, uh, over 233 yards rushing in the first half alone. That was enough to surpass the season high in rushing, which was Houston uh, in week one of the season. They wind up having 287 yards on 51 carries in this one, four touchdowns. This running game really lit up for UTSA. And that was the game changer for them to win this one, Jeremy
1: hundred uh, percent. That's what I love so much about this team. And I posted this on Twitter, but it's, we've got so many weapons. Uh, and so if, if something isn't working, right, uh, if we've got guys like McQueen out on, on the receiving court, um, we're able to lean on our running backs. We're able to have a dual threat QB who, you know, Frank himself got quite a bit of yardage just from running and, um, you know, not to mention Chase Allen, right. Uh, going in every single kick, I think it was four for four or five. five. Uh, five for five. And so um, just a really, really stacked team. Um, And that's such a useful tool, especially in this environment where, you know, anyone can get injured at any time as we go into the later season. Uh, But man, that running back room right now, full of Sunday
0: players. Absolutely. Kavarian Barnes, 16 carries, 129 yards, two scores. That's eight yards a carry, averaging 8.1 yards a carry. Rocco Griffin had 10 carries himself, 65 yards, six and a half yards a carry. Robert Henry had 13 carries for 43 yards and a touchdown as well. All of them scored three running backs, three touchdowns. What a great problem to have. What a fantastic problem to have. But Frank Harris, I know we said we don't usually start off with him. Still worth mentioning, he had a great game in this one. We saw him run a lot more, probably the most that he's ran all season long in this one. But the lanes were open. There was a couple hits he took. Definitely made me, you know, squinch my eye like I was eating a lemon just to make sure he was going to get up okay. But. He did just fine. He didn't have to throw the ball too much. Only 134 yards, definitely something different compared to his near 400 yards last week against East Carolina. Uh, but Jeremy Frank finds a way to get it done. And that's exactly what we have to say about this offense. I personally think this is the best the offense has looked all season long.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think, um, you know, the fact that McCune's out and he was able to just trust his running backs to run this thing uh, was just so huge. And the first half in particular uh, was some really good play calling overall, uh, some really good routes when, when he did throw. And then uh, the running backs, you know, especially those first few few drives. I mean, I think the first drive was what? It was a shutout by the defense, uh, two or three sacks. And then right after that, we answer with just some massive, massive runs with Kavorian And and so, um, you know, giving Frank his flowers, is always, the guy's uh, the leader, and he's always leading his team. And um, obviously, our running backs right now, I think, are uh, the trifecta that that are the MVPs of of today's game.
0: Yeah, shout out to the offensive line, too. They did a really good job. This offense all around had a very good week here against North Texas. Let's swing on over, and let's talk about this defensive side. You kind of already – brought it up at the beginning of the game, three and out, probably the best way you could start off the game. The next drive though, started to get a little shaky. The offense, uh, North Texas started passing down the field. I will say that defense kind of got out of a jam with a little bit of luck fumbled down at the five yard line. And uh, they wound up getting a turnover that did turn into points. UTSA causes multiple turnovers in this one, including two interceptions on a guy in Chandler, uh, Rodgers, who only had one interception on the entire season. This UTSA defense won the turnover battle, got to ring the triangle a few times. This is a really important thing to take care of in this game, something that we know uh, has been an issue at the beginning of the season. Sounds like luck is starting to turn in the Roadrunners' uh, way, Jeremy.
1: 100% yeah it looked like the refs were a little less biased until uh we started getting the fourth quarter and Vegas probably gave them a call and we're like hey you gotta you gotta cover that spread uh but yeah no it looks like things are getting a lot better I think um the only I guess improvement areas that I could really pick out right now is is some of the red zone defense that we've been having. Like. Um, I think, you know, UNT was able to go for the extra point uh, for the two point, you know, drive every time and uh, they got it both times. And that's something that we've really got to be able to lock down, especially as we progress to play a really good rice team, And obviously, you know, the leaders in Tulane. Uh, but beyond that, man, the initial rush, the. Uh, defense is really able to do a lot of pressure on the QB. Um, I mean, man, we've seen so many games already where it's just sack after sack after sack. Uh, but the issue seems to be more as we get into that fourth quarter where the conditioning and stuff starts to pop out more. Uh, and teams maybe start to really look at the long game of just passing, uh, passing coverage. And then um, really that red zone defense is something that I think we really have to work on. But if we can shore that up, man, um, dude, we've, we've got this. We've got this in the bag.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited for what we saw in this one from UTSA. You've talked about it on the show last week. You thought this could easily be a trap game based on just what happened in the past mm-hmm. uh, with UTSA and, and UNT and their rivalry here. Now that this one's passed and you're you know looking past it, looking forward. Now we have a few more games in the conference as we look to stay undefeated in conference play uh, and continue on. Rice is next uh, on the home slate uh, at home at the Dome on, on 11-11 uh 6 c uh central time for you guys. Uh this one's gonna be on ESPN U, not ESPN Plus, by the way, even though we did see some weird things happening yet again on ESPN Plus. But looking ahead, what, what is your thoughts uh, on this team now that this your thoughts of the trap game is now behind us?
1: Yeah, uh if you look at the statistics ESPN has up, we're favored to win every game except for Tulane. I think Tulane's is a 65% chance that Tulane wins. Um uh, but I, I think Rice is probably the only one outside of Tulane that I want us to be really, really cautious about um, historically. Right. Rice has been uh, kind of bottom of the barrel team and they've really turned that program around. They were able to do what we couldn't do. They beat Houston and Houston just beat Baylor. So, you know, these are not bad teams. And so if we go in right now, riding high, five and zero bowl eligible um, it can be a track game, even though we're in the dome. And so uh, rice is a big one. We got to get taken care of. And then after that, um, I think we kind of cruise until Tulane and, you know, we'll see, man, we'll see if, if we end up playing Tulane again in the championship or, um, or, or SMU, depending on how things roll out. But right now it's a, it's a neck and neck battle with Tulane and SMU.
0: There's a lot of things that you're going to have to take from, from this game. And I'm sure it will break them down more later on this week, but uh, this game and then all the other games across the conference alone. I mean, obviously the, the Tulane ECU games, how close that was, that's bizarre and it's wild. Uh, and then, you look at how UTSA played ECU just a week ago, no. this whole don't eat the cheese thing that coach trailer has brought across this last couple of weeks after having a rough go at the beginning of the year, then turning around at the, the exact right time they need to starting the show to be the team that we all expect them to be in the off season starting to get that hype from media, from fans, from social media, coach trailer comes out with this mousetrap thing. Yes. Gave some comedy with his finger f- uh, issues. Sure. But, uh, has this really strong message to donate the cheese? It's starting to take off across the socials as well. I myself included in using it. Uh, for example, North Texas had a great second half comeback last week against Memphis. Uh, it was a good idea. Don't donate the cheese. They had a, a, a pretty decent kind of comeback in this one. Now it wasn't a 21-point deficit they had to worry about last week in Memphis. It was only 11, uh, but it was still something that they had to take care of. UTSA. Has to play a full four quarters of football. This was a pretty good one. Don't get me wrong. Still a couple things to tweak uh, in this one. What are some of the things that you are most worried about from this team moving on to next week? The things that you saw that need to really be improved uh, this week at practice before we had the Rice. I'm sorry, before Rice comes to us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I mean, first I would say, obviously, you want to keep everyone healthy. You want to keep Frank healthy. Uh, as we went into the third and fourth quarter, he got some hits on him. And uh, it's always, like you said, you kind of cringe at it. You're like, man, like all it takes is one bad hit to knock him out. And now we're relying on our backups. And that kind of goes into the second point, which is, you know, look, we, we haven't given our backups a whole lot of playtime. Uh, I think the Tennessee game, we, we, you know, obviously Frank was out, so they had a bit, but um, right now while Frank is in, uh, we just have not been able to secure a significant enough lead going into the fourth, where we're able to bring in those backups. And that's going to be something that we really got to pay attention to because, you know, as we get closer and closer to Tulane, um, if, if Frank does get injured and, and we have backups coming in now that haven't really played a whole lot, haven't really gotten familiar with the schemes, um, that could be a big issue. So um, that's one thing that I really want to see us do is, is really start to pull away and stop having these sort of heart attack games. Um, but I think what was interesting with this game was it seemed – for me at least like offensively, the play calling was like di- completely different in the first half compared to the second half. It seemed like first half we were a lot more dynamic. Uh, we were a lot more in tune with, with what was working. And then um, in the second half, there were just some play calls that, man, I, I didn't know what we we're doing exactly. We we're just running it when we shouldn't have been and, and passing it when we should have been running. Um, and a lot of that definitely could have been credit to UNT. Uh, they could have definitely adjusted really well. And um, that might've been it, but um, you know, what are your thoughts? Like, I think, for me at least it definitely seemed like a completely different different offensive scheme in the second half
0: Absolutely, 100%. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap it up for this quick post-game show at Meep Meep Nation. Thank you so much for joining. If you have some questions for us, we didn't see them coming in in the chat, send it to us in the comment description below so we can get it for our mailbag episode on Wednesday. We'd be more more than happy to answer those later on in the week. But again, thank you so much. Again, UTSA getting the win against North Texas is exactly what we are hoping for as we move on to next week. We'll see you here next time on Meep Meep Nation.